Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes lots of other marvellous benefits and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash iron filings. Here we go Here we go Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go This is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Dawson, pow 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 I'm Sam Delaney, so what? It's the Melchester... Yeah, whatever. The Melchester Odyssey, part 52. It's been a year. Imagine that. Well, it hasn't. What a year it's been. We put two episodes out in the first week, so next year is actually the first anniversary. But whatever. Uh, What a year it's been. We're nowhere near the end of the book. But uh, I'd say we're two-thirds of the way through. I've been saying that for months. Um... Right. I feel like we, we're in the final straight now. Yeah, and then we go back to the 70s. Right, mm. we've got uh, the latest episode, the latest issue. It says at the top, Roy's handling of his greatest fan, in inverted commas, was sensational. Roy! And let's just let the little yellow box in the top left-hand corner tell us where we're at. Although relegated to the second division, Manchester Rovers were unbeaten in the league, despite off-field problems which were building up for Roy. It's said that for weeks now. To be fair, which is true, uh, one of these problems was Trevor Brinsden, a fanatical fan who stirred up trouble in a home match against Northfield, and at half time, dot dot dot. And what Roy's done is, if you remember last week, Trevor Brinsden with uh, a loud healer got behind the goal just as Duncan Mackay was about to take a penalty, and he shouted, "Miss it!" Through <laughs> the loud healer, I fuck. Why? I no one know. knows why. He Not even he knows why he did uh, it. Well, that, that's the thing, isn't it? He says he's Roy's greatest fan. But he's gone round there and done that. Uh, Mackay's missed the penalty. Racy mm. looking furious, has waded into the crowd and got hold of uh, of Brinsden. And here we are. He's dragged him down onto the pitch. He's given him the oxygen of publicity that he shouldn't really be giving him. Yeah. But we've said in the past, that, this that, is the kind of thing we love. All he wants is attention. All he yeah. wants is attention, Trevor Princeton. He's pathetic, actually. Yeah, well, now he's getting it. It's that double-edged mm. sword we've talked about before. When someone invades the pitch, should we cameras focus on them? Should we ignore them? We don't know. We, you think Depends it's great. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but Brinsden is, uh, is loving it. Roy's dragged him onto the pitch. Brinsden is shouting, Wahoo! And he's got uh, his right arm, fist clenched triumphantly in the air. And uh, the, the Lampard's in the crowd are commenting on things. Look at Roy dragging young Brinsden out into the middle of the pitch. And Brinsden's <laughs> loving it. Which he is. He is. 
Um, so has it been counterproductive for Roy? I'm not totally sure. Um, and Brinston says, Roy, I never thought you'd go to these lengths to introduce me as your greatest fan. And of course, on Brinston's T-shirt, it does say, I'm Roy's greatest fan. Which uh, is a mad T-shirt. But at the same time, I'm half thinking of reproducing it as a special mm. line on the Top Flight Time Machine website. You you have, yes, and you've just been reminded of that, so I think you'll do mm. it, won't you? Mm. What's it going to say? I'm Roy's greatest fan. That's then it, yeah. I'm Nifty's no greatest fan. explanation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm Nifty's greatest fan. I wonder if I could shift any of those. I'll give it a go. No, I think we should just actually replicate that one exactly as it yeah. is. In white. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? Um, it's a fucking good t-shirt and then Roy comes back with something that doesn't actually make sense Brinson says I never thought you'd go to these legs to introduce me as your greatest fan and Roy says you're a fan of mine alright Brinson that doesn't really mean anything it says the yeah. kind of fan I can do without again that doesn't really work yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> Roy, Roy, I'm sorry to interrupt you when you're in full flow, but you're talking in circles. This, this is this is madness. Roy, right? get a hold of yourself. That doesn't make any sense. Hear me out, Roy. Blackie. Oh God. He says, "Yeah, the kind of fun I can do." Listen, everybody, I want you to take a good look at this character. He was trying to provoke a bunch of Northfield fans. <gasps> no, he wasn't, was he? Provoke oh, them? You're joking. Sorry, oh say God. that one more time. He's trying to provoke opposition fans. Well, I'm sorry, but that's just not on. That is not in the spirit of the game. <laughs> and then the prince scratches his head and goes, oh, but I shouldn't do because mm. that's what he was doing. That's what he was doing. Um, it then says, a hush fell over Melchester Stadium as Roy went on. And Roy addresses the entire stadium without a microphone not even using Trevor Brinson's loud healer for amplification he's just doing it acoustically a cappella, if you like and he says this is not just an address to the Melchester fans this Sam is an address to the readership to the nation oh, yeah. he says football needs all the supporters it can get these days and I mean supporters not fanatics loyalty to a particular club must be blended with respect for your opponents. <laughs> no one can fucking hear him, by the way. I mean, the no. stadium, Mel Park, is packed. It is. Blended. You've got to blend loyalty with let's respect. Talk about a, let's talk about a word that means a lot to me, right? And it's this. Blend. <laughs> blend or blended. <laughs> Bl- blender. I've got a great blender at Blame. home. Pal Paddy uses it. Fuck knows what for. She tried to do me a breakfast in it the other day. I said, it's fucking hell. I'll have soup for my tea, thanks, Pen. Where's my eggs and fucking bacon? I used it once that time she was away, and I did put I did put eggs and bacon in it, to be honest. It tasted all right, but it was a bucket of wash. That's all I'll say. I wouldn't recommend them. <laughs> so, blending is not always a good idea, but what I'm saying is, in this case, it probably is. Why, I hear you ask. No, we're not. Get on with the game. I will tell you why. <laughs> a lot uh, of people don't agree with different races of creeds and colours blending you know creating a, a mix in the gene pool so to speak me I've got no problem whatsoever with that and I want to you know say that here on the record now um, I wouldn't take to the streets and march in favour of it I'm not that passionate but I haven't got a problem with it I've got no problem no I mean, me and Penn 
We are both. We well, we, I've 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 checked our family lines, and um, whilst we're not directly related, we are very much of similar stock. We are and that, but that was my choice. Right? We are what I believe they call in America wasps, white Anglo-Saxon precedents. <laughs> but look at it this way: I thought that if I bred with a woman who was of the similar stock to me, then it would produce stronger offspring. <laughs> but if you look at our kid, the boy one. Fuck me, it backfired. And that was actually when I decided to look deeper to see maybe me and Penn are cousins or something and we didn't realise it because that would explain a lot about that little bastard. But no, just bad luck. It just goes to show Hitler weren't right about everything, was he? (laughs) (laughs) I'm begging you, just stop talking. This Princeton lad, this Princeton lad's living red free inside your head. Just let it go. And He's leaving with your dark avenues, dark avenues that we've both done a lot of work on trying to avoid, haven't we? Think about our Tuesday afternoon sessions, Roy. Just being you. Remember what progress. I always say: Does this need to be said? Does it need to be said now? And does it need to be said by me? That's the mantra we agreed to live by, Roy. Does it even need to be thought? You know, you can correct your thoughts, Roy. It's hard, but We've it can be done. We've done this work. We've worked so hard. <laughs> uh, he, he continues. Hotheads like Brinsden don't know the meaning of respect. His kind are a menace to football. And yes... I do mean the working classes. And people will say to me, but Roy, you know, your dad, he worked in a foundry, right? And your mum, she was a cleaner. And I go, yes, but I have risen above the scum that bred me, right? I don't even want you mentioning their fucking names, right? Because I knew deep down that I were better than my mum and dad, right? And as soon as I was old enough, I set about proving it, right? I've got a helicopter... I've got a five-bedroom rig, right? I've got two cars, one of which is a red sports car, right? I'm, I am I am minted. I have I go to sophisticated restaurants, right? I eat seafood, wine, everything. This is the embodiment of Mrs. Thatcher's policies. The cream can rise to the top. And my dad, he'll call me up in a build-up to Christmas on my birthday, regular as fucking clockwork, Oh, are you coming round our Roy? I say, listen, I know what you're after. It's me fucking money. Well, why don't you try fucking... Why didn't you try working harder, right, at the foundry? Maybe you could have worked your way up to a management position. But you didn't, because you were fucking feckless, like all those other fuckers down the boozer that you used to hang around with, right? I've moved on with my life. You move on with yours. Tell mum she will never see me again. She's better off thinking of me as dead, because I... Right, I've joined the fucking middle classes. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and we could do with more people in this ground who are like me, who I'll had a bit you. about them, who weren't afraid of our day's work and weren't going to fucking moan and whine about everything. And I'll yeah? say this, I'm going to spend my remaining days in this game trying to eradicate the working classes from football. <laughs> it needs to be a middle class game. There's more money in it that way. I've got various ideas going all seater 
Right, selling the TV rights to a big media conglomerate, right? Breakaway Names League. on the back of shirts, inflatables. <laughs> I know it sounds mad, but watch this fucking space, yeah? <laughs> Paid for car journeys with players in the countryside. I'm thinking, it might work. I'm thinking and this will shock a lot of people, I'm dreaming of a day where the club can charge a kiddie's parents 800 quid for them to be the fucking sponsor, for them to be the matchday mascot, right? Can you imagine that? 800 quid. Can you imagine the quality of individual we're going to have to fucking get coming down here, right? We're talking about the sort of cunts who go and watch polo matches at the moment. We take 800 quid, the only person paying any attention to their kids is going to be them. It's genius. We can have one for each player. 11 mascots times 800 quid. That's nine grand a week. Nine grand. Nine fucking grand in our pockets, right? And for what? So you can look from fucking miles away at your little snot-nosed runt of a kid dressed in a replica shirt, which we've also flogged you for 50 fucking quid, mind you, right? Walking onto the pitch, being ignored by a professional footballer. <laughs> fucking money for nothing, just like Dire Straits said. Oh, no, hang on. That I hasn't will come say out in a yet. few years. <laughs> So he continues, yeah, hot heads like Brinsden don't have the media respect. It's kind of a menace to football. And Brinsden just goes, Roy, it's old Trevor you're talking about. Your greatest fan. I mean, Trevor Brinsden at this point is fucking deluded. He's deluded. He needs to be sectioned. He should be Uh, sectioned. Immediately. In those days, days they didn't recognise these sorts of conditions, did they? No, I don't think sectioning happened very much Everyone was seen as black and white. In those days, the police, if you started causing trouble, they'd just beat you with truncheons Mm. Mm. and and think that that would scare you ever doing anything again. But these people are irrational. They are. Um, Then Roy goes further. Uh, He says, if he insists on behaving like an idiot, he'll have to be treated like one. And I mean, with Roy's son, he's got experience of treating... People like idiots, Believe me, I know yeah. how to deal with idiots. I've got one of my own at home. Well, Keep I say the tw- cunt in a fucking cage. I say 24-7, I'm out most of the time, but, you know, Penny does well with him. And um, I am in. We stick him in his cage, we put his biscuits in his bowl <laughs> on the floor, and we just fucking his, leave the cunt to it. Put his disco ball on, and he can have a little dance. <laughs> he likes that. We clean out his cage. Well, I'll put a lot of sawdust down, you know. Uh, so it makes it easier to clean up when he's made when he's put, done his business. Put him in the garage with his disco ball and his biscuits. Uh, what I've done is I've soundproofed the garage with a load of egg boxes. Blackie came round and helped me do that. We just taped him up to the wall. And that way, when he starts, shri- he shrieks a lot, especially at night. I think he's troubled by terrifying dreams. And uh, and so I won't get in any kick, was I? So I, I put him in the garage in his cage at night and it's all soundproofed up so we don't hear all the shrieking. Because if we did, honestly, I, I wouldn't get any fucking sleep at all. <laughs> so he says, I'm banning him. Banning him from Melchester's own games for the rest of the season. Away games, out of my jurisdiction. Do what he wants. Uh, and Brinsden looks just... His jaw is dropped. He goes, what? Gutted. Oh, man. Um, And then Roy, you know, speech over. He says to the coppers, OK, boys, I've finished with him. You can throw him out of the stadium. And Brinston, he doesn't like this. He says, uh, no, please, not for the whole season. It's going to be a good season. Fine, fine. Fine, fine. Half the season. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, actually, no, fuck it. What am I talking about? No, the whole season. No, I'm not going to change my mind. I've said it now. <laughs> Uh-oh. Brinsden's turned. Turn the page and we see Brinsden looking angry. Um, and he well, says... uses some very industrial language now, Andy. Yeah, he says, you, 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 you rotten so-and-so race. Ooh. The Rovers are my life. I've got to watch them. I've got to. Let me go. He's got let, to let watch them. Let me go. He's got to watch them. Fucking hell. Jalapeño. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jalapeño. Do you ever feel that about Sunderland? Like you've got to watch them? No, no, I'm not no. missing them at all at the minute. I, I never feel like that them. about West Ham. I never no. feel I've got to watch West Ham. You, you think, know what I think? Mm. I think I have to. Mm. It's very different. Very, very different. Is it different? How is it different? Well, because I, I've got to. He's sort of in, implying there like, uh, I've got I've got nothing else in my life. If I don't watch them, then what does my life mean? Yeah. Whereas I often think, oh, fucking hell, I have to go and watch West Ham because, you know, I've committed to them now. Yeah, They're my team. My son's really into them now. That's my fault. I wonder I how go, many people... got to go over there and fucking watch them. I wonder how many people aren't going to go back after this is all over. They've re- that, that emotional bond has been broken by this enforced period of no football. And yeah. people have just got, you know what? Fuck it. Don't need it. I feel that about lots of things. West Ham, work... Visiting people, <laughs> socialising. Yeah. Every time I hear any nugget of news about lockdown being relaxed a bit, I like a little, a little think, like my um, heart sinks slightly. Yeah, logistical stress, isn't it? Things you might have to do. Yeah, exactly. Like the logistical stress because the work still gets done, right? Mm. I mean, like I said, no, it's not the same for everyone. I'm not saying the same for everyone, but I mean, I just think, fucking out. Like I'm at the moment, right? It's a really hot day. I'm wearing my baggiest t-shirt. Mm. I'm wearing my Adidas slides and I'm wearing a pair of running shorts mm. and I feel great, right? Yeah. I got up this morning. Don't worry, I showered, shaved and, and brushed my teeth, right? But then I just put on effectively holiday rig wear, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I've still got, well, you know, this is the second, third podcast we've recorded today. Yeah. Well, I'm lost to admit that. The weather's nice, and, um, you know. And, you know, done some logistical stuff, some emailing, cooked lunch, you know, I'm, I'm making some cinnamon buns later. I'm planning on making some cinnamon buns and serving them up for breakfast tomorrow yeah. morning. I mean, th- this is the sort of shit that life's about. Not yeah. getting on a fucking train and going in and out of fucking meetings or whatever other bullshit that you've been roped into. Mm. 
Well, we will see where it all ends, where mm. it all leads us. Anyway, yeah, let's crack on, shall we? Uh, oh, hang on. Fucking hell. So Brinsden's been led away by the police to begin his season-long ban, and Ben Galloway, remember him? Rovers' general oh, manager. He, he wades in when it suits him, doesn't he's, he? Well, he's wading in now, yeah. yeah. I mean, Ben, of course, was the manager, wasn't he, when Roy was just a player? And then he got Roy shipped upstairs. Roy sort of ousted him. Roy really. ousted him, exactly, yeah. Uh, and he's, he's, he's on the pitch. He's a fucking cushy job upstairs, didn't he? He's not fucking complaining. Don't it's, worry about him. He's taking plenty home in his fucking wage bracket on a Friday night. It says, it says Ben Galloway, the Rovers' general manager, had come out to watch the amazing scene. He says, a bitter dramatic, wasn't it, Roy? Roy. Fuck off, fatso. <laughs> Mind your own business. Get back in your fucking box, dickhead. <laughs> Go back upstairs and get your fucking slippers on or I'll think again about this cushy contract it's, I'm it's, letting you stay on. It's nearly half time they'll be serving the port. Fuck off. <laughs> you don't miss out on your fucking uh, traditional half time half a pound of fucking stilton do you Tommy the fucking cheese board will be coming around better get a position dickhead he says it was meant to be Ben maybe it'll be a warning to any other potential troublemakers any other cunts troublemakers rabble rousers <laughs> seditionists any other just general <laughs> cunts that fancy a go? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, he says, and I meant what I said about a total ban. I want a picture of Brinsden posted up at every entrance to the ground. <laughs> we like that. Fucking hell. <laughs> well, who's going to print all them? I do not give a flying fuck who prints them. <laughs> just get them fucking done. Who's, who's in charge of printing? We must have someone in charge of printing at this club. We're a big club. Fucking hell, Ben. I can't do everything, right? <laughs> I'm fucking doing security now. Top of picking the team, scoring all the fucking goals. <laughs> now you want me to get involved with basic admin tasks. <laughs> well, if we print them out, they'll perish if it rains. Well, fucking get a laminator then, you fat twat. <laughs> <laughs> they sell them in fucking Smiths. <laughs> There's a Smiths up the high street. Go on, waddle yourself up there now and buy a couple of the cunts. <laughs> They're open till five, you've got another hour. Fuck off. <laughs> Taking out the petty cash. <laughs> you know all about that, don't you, Ben? Yeah, remember a fucking receipt and not one of them moody handwritten ones <laughs> that you fucking bring back from the massage parlour. Yeah, don't think I don't know. I've got my little spies all over Melchester. Right. I've got all sorts of shit on you, Galloway. <laughs> <laughs> so he says he wants, I want a picture of Brinsden at every entrance to the ground and Ben Galloway says okay okay but it'll be hard to keep him out Roy <laughs> not, not fucking why? really not really <laughs> oh man um, right was- back to fucking being a legend of football <laughs> he just goes straight back into the yeah. game having had this right. massive barney with the whole crowd we're not having half time we'll just play on right alright with you ref everyone play on <laughs> I tell you what next goal wins how about that because I, I tell you because now we've wasted a load of fucking time on all that fucking nonsense right and I am fucking I'll be fucked if I'm going to be late down to the fucking feathers after the game again <sighs> right I like to get in there early before all the fans rock up right we're going to do next goal wins. Let's be honest, I'm bound to score it. 
right? And then we'll just end the game there. It's easier for everyone. I've got a taxi outside with its engine running. We'll just fuck off out of it. As the game moved into the second half, Roy was still seething. Uh, one of the Lampard says, he's, I mean, he, he just rides a tackle from one of the Northfield defenders who, uh, who goes, oof, as he slides in. And one of the crowd says, he's roaring around like a human bushfire. Hey! <laughs> wow. Racy's hungry for goals. A human bushfire. Now, that's the quality of fan that I'm talking about. Listen to him. You can tell he's an educated man. Is there he any reads dice? novels, the lot. <laughs> Not just military history. He's even read a couple of novels. This is the sort of fellow we want in the crowd, right? He's got a few quid in his pocket, I shouldn't wonder. Maybe he's a teacher. Maybe he's working his way up the ladder. Soon he'll be deputy head. I don't know. But what I'm saying is, that's the sort of fellow we want at Mel Park. <laughs> Lovely turn of phrase, mate. You can come sit down in front next week so I can hear you better. <laughs> You would bush what, fire. If you've got a missus, if you've got a missus, I don't know, by the looks of the, the, those glasses and your cardigan, you might be, you know, one of them. But if you're not, and you have got a bird on the go, fair, come round for one of my dinners. I do a, I do a literary salon once a month. Our penny knocks up some fish. We have some of the local sort of sophisticates round. A couple of local authors, that sort of thing. Last, last month, we were fucking madness. We were doing this book, right, called The Female Eunuch by some Doris <laughs> called Jermaine Greer. Well, fucking hell. I thought they were going to be dirty bits. That's why I agreed to it. I could not make head nor tail of it. But I tell you what, right, you get some fucking weird fanny turning up to these book club things. You know, fucking perverted sorts. Blackie's desperate to combat, I tell him. You won't, not, trust me, you won't fucking fit in. It's, it's They'll not spot you a mile off. You, you, you know, I love you to bits, Blackie, but, you know, you'll be the first to admit you're as thick as fucking pig shit, mate, and they will spot a, they will spot a cunt like you a mile off, right? Me, I, I might not be the fucking cleverest in the world, but I can wing it, no problem. <laughs> yeah, we got this fella coming next week. He's, uh, he's an erotic <laughs> author. <laughs> He's got a beard. I'm not sure I trust him. But uh, I've read some of his stuff and it's quite good. Very verbose. It's not like a very gamble, arousing. really. I, I haven't told Penny. I've said he, he wrote one of those Haynes car manuals. She'll fucking believe anything. <laughs> I don't anyway. let her step dwell in the room. She brings the food in and out, but I don't let her dwell on listening to what we're talking too much because she'll only get confused. <laughs> Plus, she's got fucking... Stupid bastard in the fucking garage to keep tending to, hasn't she? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so the second half, he's rolling around like a human bushfire. Uh, then, but, oh no! Shout three of the defenders as they all try to close in on Racy, leaving Vernon Elliott. Poor eight yards out in space. It's terrible defending. Uh, he says... He's laid it off for Vernon Elliott, just as Northfield were expecting him to have a go. And Elliott just taps it in to what's pretty much an empty net because the uh, the Northfield keeper is coming out of his six-yard area uh, where the fucking defenders are. It's literally, it's it's the worst defending I think I've ever seen, even for second level. <laughs> uh, puts it in. Uh, that's the second goal Roy has set up for Vernon. <laughs> and then someone else says, but he took them well. As <laughs> yeah, if he's doing him a favour. Yeah. It's a fucking tap in. Fuck's sake. Fucking easy. I could have put it in myself. 
Don't worry, I'm on 50% of his goal bonus. As I am with all of them. Except for uh, Vic Guthrie, I'm on 75% with him. That'll <laughs> fucking teach him. Um, and then Vernon completed a brilliant hat-trick in the dying minutes. Again, Roy knocks the ball over into the centre. Vernon Elliott's unmarked and he whacks it in. Uh, a few more performances like this and he'll be forcing his way into the England team. About time, says another one. Um... <laughs> I mean, Vernon Elliott, will he get picked for England from playing in Division 2? I don't know. Maybe not. We'll see. In those days, you did occasionally get it. I mean, in this era, West Ham spent a couple of seasons down there. And during That's that true. era, cer- certainly Brooklyn was still making the England squad. Devonshire as well, and I, I think, wasn't And it? I think maybe Devonshire occasionally got in. Alvin Martin, I think, maybe yeah. after promotion got in. And Billy Bonds even got a cap at one point. Good stuff. Great times. And let's not forget, can you name, you probably know this, but um, the last third-tier player to win an England cap? Third-tier Steve player. Bull. Correct. Thank you. There ends today's football chat. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, and then it says Northfield conceded another goal before the full-time whistle, which we don't even get to see, because it's a goal fest. Uh, not fucking drawing that. No one Ray! wants to see the opposition score. Ray! Shout the crowd. Our eighth league victory on the trot from the start of the season. Only four more needed to break the league record. Rock on, you Rovers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there we are. But, fucking hell. Everything gets a bit, bit weird here. It says, but at that moment, Roy wasn't thinking about records. And Roy looks up at a man in the crowd who's standing up above everyone else, and Roy thinks there he is, waving a rolled-up newspaper. It's the signal that he's got the information I wanted. What the <laughs> fuck? Fucking weird. What? Really weird, like, he's been reading a spy... Oh, I've been reading these spy books, right? A fella called John Le Carre, right? <laughs> Absolute fucking knockout, some of them are. Right, and they do all sorts of weird John, shit. John Le Carre. I think, I think it's French for John the Car. Right? Anyway, I don't know whether he's French or what, but I'll tell you what, he knows how to write a cracking story. Right, we did it at the book club, and they do all sorts of fucking weird stuff. Little signals like rolled up newspapers, so I thought, oh, I'm going to get involved in this. So anyway, I've sort of started up what you might call me on spy ring. I used it to get a lot of dirt on Ben Galloway when I was worried he was going to start giving me a bit of shit over some of the things that I've been up to. Uh, and that worked a treat. So now I've got him fucking look at digging up shit on everyone I know. <laughs> John the and whenever Cop, he's please. got a new nugget, rather than just call me up or come and see me like a normal would, yeah. he does spy things like he waves rolled up newspapers. I make him do it. But here's the thing. Guess what? I made the cunt buy his own ticket. <laughs> so I'll win either way I cannot lose ah <laughs> oh, good stuff so there we are we'll find out what that is but fuck me we're almost there at the moment we've been waiting for because it says in next week's instalment an attempt on Roy's life oh they're giving a bit away there they've they? given a bit away there yeah um yeah because it's actually, it's actually two weeks till it really... Well, it kind of happens at the end of next week, doesn't it? But we don't see what happens. But uh, there we are. Uh, 
potentially as exciting next week, just glancing ahead, mm. is a scene in the changing room where Roy is is naked and showering. Mm. Um, you only see his top Jesus half. Jesus Christ, yeah. Blimey. And his, when his hair's wet, it goes rather like the Norse god Thor's. Yeah. It's more of a slick, long, yeah, golden mane. And he's very muscular in the shower. And weirdly, while he sponges himself off, he's speaking to a uniformed police officer who's just yeah. walked in there to have a chat. Yeah. So next week's episode's going to have all sorts. I've got a strong feeling it could be a 10 out of 10 next week. I'm looking at the content, basically, of that one and then the one after. I think next week we might cover two weeks' worth because so much happens. But it's all really f- tightly focused on... Um, one particular incident so, next week uh, could be an omnibus folks so put yeah. some time aside in your diaries definitely so there we are I mean how much out of 10 are you giving that one 9 that was yeah I'm, I'm going to give it a 10 you know because of all the Brinston stuff yeah it was a 10 it yeah had, I mean it's pretty dramatic for Roy to climb into the crowd isn't loads it loads of goal action he, he disgraced Brinston on the pitch Galloway yeah. came down there was all the goals and and then the rolled up newspaper at the end that's just icing on the cake for me 10 out of 10 Amazing. So there we are. Right, thanks very much uh, for listening. We'll it's be been a great with... episode. I hope you've all learned a lot. Yeah, and, we've, um... we've been really good on this one, I think. Um, yeah. And we'll be back with more next week. TTFN Dickens. Until then, keep it canty. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.